Our title today is Step by Step to the Kingdom. And uh, what I hope will become of us is something very special, very wonderful. But that is up to us in the end, whether we take the uh, very wonderful talents that we, uh, the Lord has blessed us with, and there's not anyone here and anyone listening to me who hasn't been blessed with special talents. The talents are not all the same. And sometimes we have one talent and we would like to have a different talent. That's just how we are, we human beings. But it is a true thing that the Lord has blessed each of us in a special, wonderful way. And these things are to be used in his service. And sometimes we don't even know what our special talent is, but he will help us find it. And uh, if we put it to use in his service, in his uh, work, uh, we will be blessed in a special way that um, otherwise would not happen. So our prayer thought this uh, afternoon is from Gospel Workers, page 47. I was shown that God would accomplish a great work through the truth if devoted, self-sacrificing men would give themselves unreservedly to the work of presenting it to those in darkness. Now, she was authorized to speak to men, mostly ministers, but what is so interesting now is with the restoration of all things um, progressing, uh, the Lord is restoring uh, the original plan he had for men and women. And uh, he is speaking today to women in an equal way here. Those who have a knowledge of the precious truth and who are consecrated to God should avail themselves of every opportunity where there is an opening to press the truth. Brethren, this um, applies to us Davidians, and a lot of us think that it doesn't. We're kind of like the Levite and the priest. I'm a Levite, I'm a priest, that doesn't apply to me. But it did, and this applies to every single Davidian, individually. We should avail um, uh, ourselves of every opportunity where there is an opening to press the truth. Now, our primary work is for the church, but what we misunderstand sometimes is that it is not our only work, and we do have a responsibility to uh, Seraphonicians who are interested and who uh, are receptive, and when there isn't any Adventists around, but there is outsiders, what do we do? Nothing. Let's be honest. But what we need to be doing is what Sister White says right here. We should avail ourselves of every, uh, themselves, and it's ourselves, every opportunity where there is an opening to press the truth. Angels of God are moving on the hearts and consciences of the people of the other nations, and honest souls are troubled 
as they witness the signs of the times and the unsettled state of the nations. When we have seen these things, we have seen these things are literally uh, true. The Lord has moved on the heart of other nations more than this nation. And the nations are ready, brethren. The nations are ready and we are holding up things because we are not uh, seizing the opportunity that the Lord has uh, made ready for us. Honest souls are troubled as they witness the signs of the times and the unsettled state of the nations. The inquiry arises in their heart. What will be the end of all these things? While God and angels are at work to impress the hearts, the servants of Christ seem to be asleep. But few are working in unison with the heavenly messengers. And this is what we do. We don't do this work ourselves. We work in unison with the Holy Spirit. And in doing this, the Lord will bless the work in a special way. We cannot do the work ourselves, but you know what? The spirit without um, uh, the person is also ineffective. It also has no effect. It also has, uh, uh, it is inactive. All the men and women who are Christians in every sense of the word should be workers in the vineyard of the Lord. They should be wide awake, zealously laboring for the salvation of their fellow men and should imitate the example that the savior of the world has given them in his life of self-denial, sacrifice, and faithful earnest labor. All who are Christians need right now to drop everything and go to Africa or some other distant exotic uh, place. Is that what Sister White was saying? We could be working right where we are, every one of us, wherever we are. We need to be working right there in the vineyard. One thing that we all have to understand, too, is that the true servants of the Lord today will have a life of self-denial, sacrifice, and faithful, earnest labor. Uh, The world can do many things. They have nothing else to look forward to. But we, as Christians, we live, we, we, we must live a life of sacrifice. Uh, we must live a life of, of uh, self-denial because uh, we are living for more than today. We're living for more than just ourselves. And in the world, it is me and mine and what I can get and hold on to. That's all they have. And brethren, that's all they'll have for eternity also if they don't change. We have a higher calling a greater hope ourselves, but we have to follow uh, the instructions of our great leader if we are going to be successful. Let's have a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you that we have had this opportunity uh, to uh, be um, taught this message. We thank you for 
uh, the chance that you have given us to be part of this message. And we pray now that we will all step forward uh, to uh, accepting the opportunity and making it a reality that we will uh, live these things in our daily life, that we will not uh, any longer be only professors, but that we will be um, doers of the word, that we will live this victorious reformed life that you have asked us to, to live, and that we will be a blessing to all that we come in contact with. And we pray that you will be uh, with those who are, uh, have um, had uh, who have had uh, um, the virus uh, in one uh, in recovering or are still fighting it. We pray that you will be with them in a very special way. We pray for those who have other problems that you will watch over them, but that you will also inspire us, each one of us, to know how we can help each of these people in the best way. And we pray for those who are uh, on the front lines today, uh, whether they are with others or they're by themselves, that you will bless and watch over uh, these workers in the vineyard, that you will strengthen them and encourage them, and that you will uh, give them a bountiful harvest for the sacrificial efforts that they are um, uh, uh, putting out. We pray that you will bless us this afternoon, that we will um, uh, be encouraged by the things that we hear, but we will also be determined uh, that uh, we will uh, move forward uh, with you faithfully all the way to the end. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so this is step by step. And there's a saying we probably all know, the longest journey begins with a single step. The longest journey begins with a single step. But you know, if you look at it the other way, the longest journey doesn't begin unless you take a single step. If we do not move forward today, we will never move forward, brethren. The message teaches that. We do have to be moving forward. If we are not reforming, we're going to lose out. Now, in our journey as Davidians, we can see uh, four steps. Our first step is to uh, be convicted and convinced. And uh, you are convicted by the Holy Spirit to accept the rod as the last message. You're further convinced uh, it should be that Bashan is the present truth pasture. Why is, are these things important? We have to know the last message. If we don't know what the last message is, the rod, then we're going to be open to new things, new ideas. New ideas are very interesting to many people. Uh, it stimulates our curiosity centers in our mind. Uh, new Interesting, yes, I like to hear, but not when it comes to the message. You see, the Lord has given us the final message, the shepherd's rod message. It is very clear 
in the rod that it is the final message, and we need to know that. But um, we also need to know where is that message coming from. The Lord has a perfect system. He calls it a perfect system himself in the message. He has a perfect system for dispensing the truth today, as symbolized uh, by Zechariah 4. And if we don't understand where the truth is coming from, we can be as confused as if we didn't know what the message was, because there is every version of the, the rod imaginable out there. There has been somebody teaching something uh, and claiming that it was the shepherd's rod. This is the shepherd's rod. I am the real prophet and so on and so forth. And it is important that we understand that God has a prophetic pasture that he himself has designated. We can do that. None of us are prophets in the sense that we can prophesy new truth and put it into the golden bowl. Can't be done. The bowl is full. So the, the truth of the, the pastures must be in the golden bowl already. And when we look, we do see that it is there, that the Lord has prophesied that uh, the Davidian Seventh-day Adventist Association will accomplish the work. So where, um, where that Davidian Association is, is what the key thing is. Uh, that is, um, uh, happens to be Bashan Hill, uh, but it is, and Bashan is in prophecy, but um, so we have it from two directions there. But, uh, but, the, but the important point is these things were um, uh, uh, shown to us in the message ahead of time. Now, once we become uh, uh, convicted of that through the, the, the wonderful logic of the field workers, uh, our whole life changes, okay? And that's not true. And nothing of what I said is true. The logic and uh, persuasive teachings of field workers, ministers, and so on does not convict us of the truth. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. But uh, we are convicted by the Holy Spirit, and um, we are convinced by the message when we study the message, when we are, then we are on the first step. Uh, does the, being in the first step mean that we, and there's many things that that entails, okay? All the things that we know that is entailed about being, accepting the message, uh, uh, that is all, uh, all begins right there at the first step. But is the first step the last step? Are we then uh, part of the 144,000 right then? Not until we are, the seal is, uh, we are sealed finally, will we be part of the 144,000. Um, and so the first step is not the last step. And the second step is living the Reformed Adventist message. Some people want to skip steps and they want to jump right ahead 
And they may not have, uh, they may have done the first step, but they may not have truly reformed, but I do want to be a vanguard field worker minister, please. Okay? Um, and you may well actually honestly be called too, to be a minister, but you have to go step by step if we're going to get to our destination. And so we cannot skip the second step and jump straight to Vanguard ready. I would like to be a field worker, Brother Trevor. Can't be done, brethren. Uh, it, you can be attempted, but it can't be done successfully. You do have to uh, live the Reformed Adventist message. We have to be living the message. And third step is the Vanguard ready. Giving your life unreservedly to the Lord. What does that mean? It means something. Fourth step, becoming one of or one with the 144,000. So uh, we uh, do have to uh, go step by step. But if we are faithful each step of the way, the Lord will be with us and we will be able to make it to the next step. And the longest journey is accomplished step by step. Now, we touched on this already, but answer 153 says, None but the Holy Spirit can convince one of the truth, convict him of his sins, give him repentance, and empower him to obey God's laws, his statutes, and his ordinances. Man himself can no more affect these transformations than the leopard can change his spots. Now, this is a transformation. You could call it a conversion. Okay, if we skip this step, we can have a head knowledge of the truth, but we don't have that transformation in our life. And it comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from uh, uh, falling on the rock, giving up and being broken from all our own ways, giving up our own ideas. We don't like to do that. We, 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 sometimes we will say, yeah, I will give up the wrong practices, but I don't like to give up the ideas. But we have to give up practices and ideas that are not in the message, that are our own, that are our idols. So it is necessary for us to undergo this process where the Holy Spirit convicts us and then transforms us into a new man. And we may be baptized, but we still have to have this transformation. Because there's a lot of uh, baptized Adventists out there, brethren, a lot, who need to be wholly uh, changed and converted in this way. And we all have to go through that process. And when you are bringing in a new person, that person has to go through that process. If he does not uh, some, uh, in some cases, it's seen as a kind of a crisis, a spiritual crisis. But if the person does not go through this and you jump to the next step, yes, and skip on ahead, you have a person who is going through the motions, got, has the head knowledge, but was, didn't uh, have that um, transformation, that transforming experience with the Holy Spirit. And they do, and, and the only thing that can be, uh, 
The only way that can be accomplished is for them to choose. They have to uh, allow the Holy Spirit. They have to want the Holy Spirit to come into their life and do that. And it's our job to point these things out. Remember, the Spirit is inactive without, the, without us, without the, without the ground wire, but it is still, we can only point, we can only mention, encourage. It is the Holy Spirit working on the individual that makes that change. Step one. Now, if we will remember that and we will not try to push people through uh, like the Adventists do, uh, it will go well for us. Best if you get one sincere person than 10 um, non-converted uh, people, brethren. Step two, Brother if the message teaches that we must begin the process of reformation now or never. The Lord commands the angel with the writer's inkhorn to go and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof in the church, so that when the men with the slaughter weapons start slaying, they may pass by those who have the mark. To sigh and cry for the abominations is a sign of reformation. And as reformation never takes place, Without a revelation of some new truth, it is evident that the message must be brought to everyone's attention. Who, everyone? Every Adventist, 20-some million people, it needs to be brought to their attention. And if the individual does not reform at the moment he is convinced of the truth, neither will he do it later. This is a sad fact. Now, to reform doesn't mean to become perfect, but it does mean to begin that transformation process under the auspices of the Holy Spirit. And if, you, if, if someone does not do it and, and continuously uh, refuses to do it, uh, they are um, not suddenly going to change. This is what Brother Adif says. The reality that we see looking back is sadly in line with this prophetic understanding. Okay, this is, an, I should say, inspired understanding. It is uh, something that uh, they did not look, they did not have proof of, but except that the fact that the Lord said so. But we, looking backward, can say, you know, we have seen that, how that works so many times. So many times when you see people who give lip service, but who do not uh, change, who do not make that change. And that change is not to perfection instantly, brethren. It is the change in your heart where, you're, where you uh, are desirous of doing good and you are willing to allow the Lord to work in you and to uh, develop that desire and that practice. And, and, and you go step by step, and there's step by step fruit too. You see, when you don't see any fruit, uh, some people might say, well, you're judging uh, just because you don't see any fruit. But the reason that you don't see any fruit, brethren, is because there isn't any. Okay? That's just a sad fact with these people. Therefore, if such an individual cannot live without sinning now, Neither will he later, and 
as he cannot deceive God, he is left without the seal, though he may acknowledge the truth in the message. 1 Code 13, uh, page 9. There are people, many, many people, who will come to this point believing the truth, definitely believing the truth, but not having uh, the conversion experience that the truth brings. And for those brethren, they stand outside of those who are sealed. They are not sealed. They are not saved. The, the message either saves us or destroys us. Uh, for these brethren, uh, it, all the actions that they took before will be of no help. No, it will be of no assistance to them because the one thing that they did not do is allow the Holy Spirit to truly convert them, truly to accept the truth. And uh, you will, uh, you cannot judge people's um, salvation. We cannot say this person's lost, that person's saved. Never can we do that. Okay, even when you think you know what is the case, uh, <laughs> you think there is a false prophet who died in his sins. We don't know what the Lord worked uh, with that person at the last moments. Okay, I'm not saying for yay or nay there. All I'm telling you is leave that thing to the Lord, okay? Leave it all to the Lord. But but what I will say here is this means something. The, the Lord has told us that if we do not start to live the Reformed life now, we will never live it. Now, in explaining this uh, further, the, uh, the message shows that this is not... Uh, to be perfect instantly, but uh, to be without sin in, in that sense. But it is the fact that the sins that uh, we were falling into before we have made uh, a change. Okay, we have made a, we have come to a different level and we are going to move step by step past that level too with the help of the Lord. Uh, brethren, if we don't have this experience, ourselves, uh, it is not too late to undergo it if, if we truly um, um, do have a connection with the Lord. Uh, for those people who are cut off from being, uh, from any connection with the Lord, then what Brother Hadif says is, is a true thing. Uh, if the individual does not reform at the moment he is convinced of the truth, neither will he do it later. And I I, want to encourage everyone, uh, uh, every single person, uh, do not put it off. Do not put off the Reformation. Uh, In in every regard, uh, let it be right now. It is from this point on that we make those changes in a large way, okay? We have been making small steps. You wouldn't be here today if you weren't making small steps and even bigger steps. But let us uh, be determined that it will not be said of us that we did not um, reform all the way. Because reforming halfway is not going to be enough. What does it mean to be a reformer? First, it means turning our attention from the world to the word. Okay? This is not easy. Uh, The world is in our heads in a big way. And 
to turn our attention away from something that is constantly in our minds is not easy. Did you hope to work at your job faithfully all your life and then retire? All our, should be all our hopes, our dreams, our plans must be put in second place to the Lord. It should be our first interest uh, must be uh, the, the Lord and for his desires for us. When we have um, spent 20, 30, 40 years of our life in the world, and that pretty much takes in everybody, almost everybody, but it, uh, it, it takes in most all of us adults. Um, where's our mind? Where's our head? It's on the world. It's in the things of the world. It's on uh, buying a yoke of oxen, a new house, uh, getting married. Now, there's nothing wrong. We need oxen, we need houses, and we believe strongly in marriage. But uh, those things symbolize the concerns of the world. Okay, That's all they have, and they don't want to change. They don't want anything different. In fact, they would be very strongly um, against the whole concept of anything uh, beyond what they have. Very critical of the church, uh, even the worldly church. And the worldly church is in a position of weakness today in this country, in the West, because it has been so wishy-washy about teaching these things, about confronting the world. It is, uh, it is actually, in some cases, uh, uh, amazing how the main line churches have been, uh, have been shrinking and uh, uh, steadily going backward. And that's, that's because people don't want to be told we, they, uh, what to do. They don't want to be told they can't do something. They want to be able to, uh, they want um, affirmation. Yes, that's okay. You want to um, marry uh, another man? Uh, sure, uh, marry, marry someone. Do whatever you want. You want to um, um, use um, uh, drugs? <laughs> and the most amazing thing that I see going on right now in the drug world is the drumbeat for legalization of psychedelic drugs. And to me, it's just amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm a little old-fashioned, uh, yes. Uh, somebody call me an old hippie. <laughs> I'm not exactly an old hippie, <laughs> but I like, I, I could be an old hippie. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but, uh, but the point is, is that um, it's amazing to me to see this movement to legalize uh, uh, psychedelic drugs. Amazing. All the drugs, all of them, they have someone uh, advocating some scientists, doctors, and so on. Just like they tried with marijuana. Don't you remember? Marijuana is good for everything. It's a wonderful panacea. We need to make it legal. And, and that, brethren, is such a lie. Do not believe the lies of uh, the world. Uh, marijuana is an herb, and it has herbal effects, beneficial effects, but... In every regard except one, it is a second or third ranked herb, okay? 
all the benefits that it has, it, uh, there are some other herb that will do that thing better, or, uh, uh, either first or second uh, beyond uh, 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 marijuana. There's one thing marijuana is the best at, and that is getting high, okay? And that was all that those people were tr truly trying to do, to bring it in. So uh, the world is, uh, is the, all of these things, all, uh, the world is just pushing, constantly pushing in our doors as Christians, pushing into our minds too, because you'd be, you'd be surprised how many people have told me, well, Brother Trevor, uh, what do you think about medical marijuana? And so on, okay? And it's, um, I don't think anything about it. It's an inebriating substance. We don't have to have any concern about marijuana. Remember, there are herbs that will do what it does better. This is just a fact. For people who know nothing but marijuana, it's like, oh, did you know it can do this and do that and stimulate your appetite? Yeah, we knew it can stimulate our appetite. All of us who uh, did more than inhale uh, uh, when we were younger knows, know that. But um, the, the point here is that it doesn't matter. We don't accept the things of the world, the ideas of the world. We don't accept that. And the propaganda, the, the thoughts. And it is the same thing, and I'm using this as a clear-cut, what I hope is a clear-cut example. It's the same thing about everything in the world. All their hopes and ambitions and dreams and so on. Uh, it is all... Um, it is all... Uh, deceitful, all deceitfulness uh, from um, the enemy. So it, it, we have to turn our attention from these things. We could just continue as usual. We can continue as one foot in the world Davidians. Uh, we can continue as Sabbath Adventists, Sabbath day Adventists. Uh, um, and um, in the world, six days a week. That is possible, but it won't uh, fool the Lord. It won't do what, we, uh, what has to be done. Now, many people um, expect to, uh, they have their plans for retirement. They have their plans for their work, their plans for their life. They have things lined up, okay? Good. You need to have plans, by the way. Everyone should have plans. The plans should not be in the sense that this is what I'm going to do. It should be, this is where I'm aimed at unless the Lord has something else. Okay, you do need to have your plans. But where our problem is, is if we become so attached to those plans, we're so, we can't imagine not retiring uh, to that nice little place that we have planned to get. Uh, we, can, we can't imagine uh, not um, uh, being able to travel uh, when we want, go on that cruise, go around the country, uh, and so on. Well, brethren, uh, the Lord may have other plans for you, and he may have other plans for the whole country. He may lock down the country, and there may not be any uh, um, uh, traveling around the country. But uh, the point here is 
make sure that we do not put our plans before the Lord's plans. Very easy to do. And that, by the way, is step two, and uh, it is living the message in every detail. Step three, who is the vanguard? And step three is uh, the vanguard, um, being an active member of the vanguard. There is a work to be done for all classes of society. We are to come close to the poor and depraved, those who have fallen through intemperance. Now, the reason I'm reading this is if you wonder to know who is vanguard material, who is to be part of the vanguard, it is um, the poor and the depraved, okay? That is, that is who the Lord is looking for. Uh, he's looking for anyone and everyone who are willing to pay the price. And at the same time, we are not to forget the higher classes, the lawyers, ministers, senators, and judges, many of whom are slaves to intemperate habits. So people look at the poor and the depraved, but they don't realize that the so-called higher classes, lawyers and ministers and senators and judges, are very much enslaved to intemperate habits and behavior, but they are. And if you follow politics, you will see that uh, many interesting things there. Even from a distance, uh, you see many interesting things. So who is to be part of the vanguard? Whoever is willing to pay the price. The um, senators and judges and, and so on who are not willing to pay the price are not going to be part of it. And neither are the poor and the depraved who don't want to pay the price. But those are the people who are going, we are going to work for. All of them, everyone. We are to leave no effort untried to show them that, our, that their souls are worth saving, that eternal life is worth striving for. To those in high positions, we are to present the total abstinence pledge, asking them to give the money they would otherwise spend for harmful indulgences of liquor and tobacco to the establishment of institutions, where children and youth may be prepared to fill positions of usefulness in the world. Sister White is saying that it's okay to take money from these people for our business, for our work. Not our business in the sense that our pocket, but our business for the Lord, okay? And uh, we are to, to, um, to use uh, the, the, the opportunities that present themselves. Uh, we have brethren who have done some small um, um, planning in this direction, and uh, it is a good thing. We can go to these people and say, look, we need support for this good um, opportunity here. We, we are allowed to do that. We're allowed to take their money if they want to give it for, to the Lord. And it is a good thing to do. Brethren, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of charities who are taking money and um, I don't know if you know how much the, let us just take the American Red Cross pays its uh, president. I often think about this. <laughs> the American Red Cross uh, uh, president uh, 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 was making about a million dollars a year. Okay, you want to donate to the Red Cross? 
you will be donating to his, uh, his salary. It's a worthy charity as far as they're concerned. Um, but in our case, Davidians, we, we have one salary and um, we do not believe in, in having that kind of um, uh, wasteful um, um, uh, overhead. There's lots we can do on this that would help further the work. It's a wide open field. But the Vanguard, back to the Vanguard, our, our, our work for the Vanguard is to be for, from all classes of society. If you specialize in the poor and depraved, I'm okay with that. I'm happy in a way, but uh, keep in mind that we are going to be working for all classes of society. And all classes of society will be part of the vanguard. Now, we've seen this before, I know. Um, the vanguard has certain uh, more, uh, it's a step up from step two, it's step three. And we, it, it is not enough to hope and wish and want to do the right thing. It is at the end, the vanguard level, it's necessary to be doing the right thing, okay? We need to have self-control. We're gonna be put in difficult circumstances. We're gonna be called to sacrifice maybe everything, but even in the midst of the storm, we need to be calm ourselves. We need to have self-control. We need to be letting our light shine as Davidians, as vanguard Davidians. And so it is necessary that uh, we be calm, st stable, strong, cheerful, conscientious, compassionate people. How do we get to be like that? The Lord will just touch us and we instantly become like that? It doesn't work like that. Sister White says the characters that we have now are the characters we're going to have in the kingdom or in heaven. Now, to develop these characteristics now, we must have, we must be, uh, we must actually, to have these characteristics in the future, we must develop these characteristics now. We must pay the price. We've talked about this before. To become a fully vanguard qualified by the terms of the world, the training and educational systems of the world, takes about 10,000 hours of training and practice, okay? But Sister White says that we don't have that time now at the end, that what has taken years in the past is going to have to be accomplished in uh, months or less. But brethren, it does have to be accomplished now. It doesn't, we don't get a chance to do that fundamental work later, okay? We have to, to receive the seal to be able to, to, uh, to function as part of the vanguard. We have to accomplish these things now. And there isn't an easy way uh, to do this. There's no easy way. We have to not only pay attention to the uh, positive character traits, we have to um, surmount the negative uh, emotional traits. Lots of emotional traits out there. Lots of poor intellectual traits. It concerns me a lot to see this. We need to be calm, 
logical, rational thinkers, careful readers, able to carefully read and understand things and remember things. And it, it, it does concern me a lot that, uh, to see where we are because we have a long ways to go and we're not just going to uh, get a pass. Go on, you all go on, your past, your past, and so on. It doesn't work like that because whatever we are now is what we're going to be in the kingdom. Once we receive the seal, it is, uh, if the Lord were to seal someone with bad character traits, that's how they're going to be in the kingdom. You're sealed. You have those bad character traits in the, in the kingdom. It can't be. We have to get rid of every single thing now. That's where the 10,000 hours came, comes in. It takes a lot of effort. This is uh, research, uh, five to 10,000 hours, intense effort, uh, uh, intelligent effort, uh, and you start to make permanent practice. You become a master of whatever you're doing. In the Vanguard, Seven Tubes, the DSDA ministry, the woman herself is seen to symbolize the mother part of the, ch of the church, God's appointed and spirit-filled ministers. So the, um, the, the God's appointed and spirit-filled ministers, the DSDA ministry. And uh, the Vanguard, what makes the Vanguard special is that they have cut loose, and in fact, this this uh, uh, triangle did cut loose from the uh, the, uh, the blue triangle. But anyway, uh, they have cut loose from the things of this world, and they are ready and waiting to be called into active service. That's what makes the Vanguard special. They're ready to go. They are the ready reserve or the the, the, the ready uh, group uh, to uh, uh, move forward. And God uh, needs them. We, we cannot accomplish our work going to every Adventist in the world, just us here, the small little band of Davidians that we have. God has said it's going to be, uh, there is going to be a vanguard. There's going to be a certain number we don't, we don't say it's going to be 24,000 or any other particular number, but it is going to be enough to do the job. Now, right now, we don't have enough in Davidia. We do not have enough uh, ministers, uh, devoted field workers, to get the job done. And that's why it's important for the Vanguard pipeline to be filled up, okay? It's very important for people to be moving in that direction to step three. If they are not moving to step three uh, and they stay at step two, it's good. You're living the message, but you're not progressing, okay? And there's a lot of things that entails being a, a true re uh, a reformer. Uh, it, it entails everything, actually. And one of the things is progressing step by step. Okay, so... Step four, who are the 144,000? And that is, uh, step four is becoming part of the 144,000. And now since in her progression of time, the woman represents each successive ministry, therefore 
at the time that the dragon is wroth with her, she necessarily must represent the last ordained ministry, the 144,000, those who bring all their brethren from all nations to God's holy mountain, Jerusalem. Isaiah 66, 20. From answer 2, 15. So the 144,000, to answer the question, are God's last ordained ministry. Now, I don't know how many of us have thought about this before. I have tried to bring this to our attention a number of times. But every one of us who is going to be part of the 144,000, elect, the very elect of what exactly 144,000, and only God knows, brethren, who that is, not us, okay? We don't know. But every single one of those people are part of the last ordained ministry. They are ordained ministers. And brethren, do not have your preconceived ideas who it is. It might be the poor and depraved person today who is the great person tomorrow, okay? That the Lord knows. He was the one who is going to work these things out along with the individuals. Some individuals who are great today refuse to go further. They refuse to accept the truth. They refuse to pay the price, to make the sacrifices. And so they lose out. But this is certain. The 144,000 are ordained ministers, male and female. It is male and female in the uh, uh, the. Um, the 144,000. It is not just men, it is both, and they are both um, um, ordained ministers, part of the ordained ministry, okay? They're gonna be priests, ministers and priests and kings. So uh, it is uh, a wonderful calling that the Lord has called all of us to potentially be part of. As publishers of the Present Truth series of books and tracts in the interests of the Seventh-day Adventist denomination, our duty now is to work only within the church. Then when we have, uh, and now, uh, in case it seems confusing here, Brother Hatter says, as publishers of the Present Truth series, as publishers, who is the publisher? Mount Carmel Center, the General Association of Davidian Seventh-day Adventists. They are required to only work within the interests of the Seventh-day Adventist uh, de uh, denomination. That is a given, brethren. The association uh, cannot go and have an evangelistic program for the world or any other such thing. We don't have that, uh, that, that um, uh, uh, ch a chance to do that. But Mount Carmel did that as it went bad. And it paid the price. Our duty is now to work only within the church. But when we have accomplished this work, when the first fruits therein have been sealed, Michael will stand up to deliver everyone whose name is found written in the book, Daniel 12.1, everyone who has the seal, for they are then entering into the time of trouble such as never was. And while standing, he shall send this pure, true, sanctified ministry, 144,000 in number, unto the nations to declare his glory 
among the Gentiles and to deliver the rest of his people. And this is 7 code uh, 7 to 12, page 17. So this pure, true, sanctified ministry, men and women, if we are faithful, this is what uh, awaits. Now, there are people who make a mistake here with step four and say, when we get to that step, I will go all out, okay? I am going all out. I will be there for the Lord then. But meanwhile, I've got things to do. I got a few things. People tell me that. I have a few things. Brethren, it's a big mistake to put off for a more convenient season uh, uh, doing what the Lord has asked us to do now. And he has said that uh, he wants uh, the... He is collecting the vanguard now, and uh, uh, it is our work as members of the vanguard, as ministers, as the ministry, to uh, bring in the 144,000. It is the um, it, it is not okay for us to say, "I will wait until later." There are those who are not here today who will be only in the 144,000 ministry. They won't be in the vanguard ministry phase. But for us, we are here. We don't have a chance to say, a more convenient time, Lord. I will listen a more convenient time. Our time is now. Their time is, they're not being judged themselves because they're not even in the message right now. But we are, we are the ones that the Lord is speaking to. And we're the ones that he requires uh, 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 to listen to what he's saying. White House Recruiter, page 34. So through the medium of the 144,000 first fruit servants, the 11th hour ministry, the spirit of God will cause the three angels messages to swell to a loud cry during the harvest and will garner in the sheaves of good from the fields of sin, all nations over that great multitude of second fruits who have not as yet heard of God's fame nor seen his glory. Isaiah 66, 19, 20. What an august pr privilege, brethren. Uh, would not he who would uh, scorn it, um, for whatever, deserve to die a beggar by the bargain? Brethren, we cannot scorn what the Lord is offering. It's actually an offer that we can't refuse. If we weren't here today, it would be different. But we are here, and by here I mean spiritually here, brethren. Those who, are, who have the truth for today, we don't have the, the opportunity to say, uh, I will not bother about this right now. Those of us who are, know the truth are going to be judged by the truth, brethren. We're going to be judged by these things. And the question is going to be asked, what did you do? Were you part of it? And remember, if we're not part of it now, if we don't really start to reform now, we're not going to do it tomorrow. That's the secret, that, uh, a, a very a sad secret of what happens to a lot of people. So... 
uh, we do need to uh, be willing to uh, allow the Lord to take us uh, over completely and completely refurbish our point of view, our whole way of thinking. Right now, we, all of us, all of us, uh, and I don't make any exceptions, we're all partly in the world. Um, we think uh, the things that we like, the things that we value, the things that are important to us, these are things that from the world, okay? Uh, um, when we have the desire to have a small vineyard and a little orchard and a little cottage in the country, then we are starting to get desires from the, uh, from the Lord, okay? But if we want a, a house, a two car, um, uh, 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 two cars and uh, uh, a bigger job and a bigger, better vacation and this and that and so on, brethren, we are just um, emulating the world. We're just accepting the things of the world in our own hearts. So uh, to be part of this group, to be part of the, the 144,000, we have to, we, we have to actually be part of the vanguard. Now, we don't, uh, we, uh, there are those who are not going to be part of the vanguard. That is true, but we are here now and we have to qualify as the vanguard. We have to be all out, uh, able bodied members of the vanguard. Now, that's good. I want to tell you one of the, things that is um, actually good, though it might sound not so good. The vanguard always gets the brunt of everything, okay? Which makes sense, point man, the person on the point, uh, he gets shot first sometimes, okay? <laughs> and uh, so being part of the vanguard is the hardest part. It's the most dangerous part. But the Lord knows what he's doing. He asked you to be part of it because he thought you could handle it. You can handle it. With him, you can do it. You can be out there in the thick of the battle. There's not anyone who cannot be doing something. Okay? There are things that we can be doing for the Lord. This is my closing thought. From all appearances... It, appear, it looks as though we are very, very close to the fulfillment of these prophecies. Only one thing hinders it, and that is that we have not finished our work. Had we taken the message of warning to the church, this could all have been finished by now, for the nations are all ready. God will hold it until we get our work done. Another thing that is certain is that it is for our own good, whatever happens, and whoever wins, if we are followers of God in spirit and in truth. If we are followers, if we're true followers of the Lord, it will happen for the good. Now, God will hold it until we get our work done. You can even see today how the winds are threatening to escape. God's going to hold that, whatever it takes, he's going to hold those winds. But um, even so, we can make our work harder or easier for ourselves by how faithful we are. Also, um, if we, uh, in, in the case of um, um, Elder White, uh, Sister White has said that 
uh, he was he was on the forefront by himself. Uh, he he had overworked himself and so on. There could have been others that had come to help him in in the times that were uh, that would have made a difference. So even even with that, we can we can see the same thing. Those vanguard um, workers today uh, can be uh, sent out to battle by themselves, and they can fall one by one in distant countries to uh, various disease and illnesses and all sorts of things. Uh, and uh, they can also be part of a, a great uh, body of people starting now. So it is to a great extent up to us how we do. We will, uh, if we are willing to be part of this, if we are willing to, to say, uh, here am I, Lord, send me, then we will uh, be able to accomplish this work with more power and force than if uh, we send out you existing field workers out to the field. Okay, all of you out by yourself now, okay? And uh, you will go, okay? All the true-hearted brethren will go, I know that. And I appreciate that, and, uh, and I, I, I will go too. But here's the thing, if we all go together as a body, we can accomplish more than if we just go one at a time, three at a time, and so on. And so I hope that uh, every Davidian will see just where Brother Trevor's coming from, because I am coming uh, from a very clear direction, brethren, and uh, I don't want to say I'm coming for you, but uh, the Lord is coming for you, okay? The Lord definitely is coming for you, and uh, I hope that when that point comes, uh, when you hear that voice, that you say, here am I, Lord, okay? That you don't pretend that you can't quite make out what he's saying, because we know very well what the Lord has told us. And we're going to be part of this. We have to pay the price. We have to start forming up now. We have to start undergoing the training process. And do we all jump at one mo moment and go? It doesn't work like that, brethren. But we all need to put in our our uh, notices of availability, our notices of uh, determination to serve uh, on the front lines. And you can't do that until you have, have got um, a, a, a go-ahead from the Lord. You need to go through step two, have that reformation in your life, and move to step three, where you can uh, offer yourself fully uh, and unreservedly as a member of the vanguard. So um, with uh, these, these things, I hope that will be a blessing to you, brethren. Uh, I hope very much to see um, uh, us not go on uh, um, business as usual, uh, the, the continuous um, process of one step forward, one step backward, uh, and we really never get anywhere we have to somehow, we have to um, uh, start moving forward all the way to the end. Now, with the Lord's help, brethren, it will happen. It will happen. The Lord has promised that it will happen. And I am certain that it will if we want to all cooperate together. Thank you, brethren.
Thank you for listening. This has been a production of the Davidian Seventh-day Adventist Association. You can find us online at www.bashanhill.org and you can call us at 417-835-2162.